Lord Finesse, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Yeah, man, we appreciate it. So, um, looking forward to this Saturday, live convention up in Toronto. That's going to be crazy. For anybody that loves to collect records anyway, you know? Yeah, or that- love music in general. What are you looking forward to the most this weekend? I mean, I, I look forward to the whole week, the different events, you know, get away from New York, vibe about up here. But mainly, um, definitely Sunday, the the live convention, you know, the Crary Exchange, to be able to um, find so many rare pieces and stuff that I'm I'm looking for and hoping to find. I'm looking forward to, to Sunday. And uh, anything you could tell us about uh, your performance on Saturday night? Well, it's not really a performance. You you have um you have a Q and A with my brother and uh member DITC member. Yeah, you were saying Buckwild and um yeah, we just played a whole bunch of his music and um Yeah, he'll he'll be going over his life, his 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 career, his discography and then uh and then uh correlation be set going back and forth playing classics. So, collaborating with Buckwild on Saturday, uh, said going back and forth. Yeah, we'll be going back and forth with a, a classic beat set. Might be Mortal Beat set, where he got he got classics. I'm gonna play classics. We're gonna play beats. I think it's gonna be a worthwhile a worthwhile part of the night. You know? Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm making the trip up from Montreal just to. Just to check all that out. Wow. That's like, what's that? Uh, Montreal is like, how many hours? Five, six yeah, hours? Yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to uh, did that. all the events. I've done that drive once. <laughs> Only once. Man, we need to have you up in, up here. I, I met you one time on the streets of like St. Catherine. You were walking around during the Just for Last Festival. It might and have been the time. I stopped you and I said, uh, I just named like the SB1200 and the 950 and the S6000. I said, thank you for the influence and kept it moving, you know? But uh, I don't know if you remember that. Exactly. I said I was out there with my brother, Russell Peters. Yeah, for the Just for Laugh stuff, man. There was a there was a, yeah. a big show the night before where you were just chilling there on stage. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. Just enjoying the vibe, man. I love Canada. I love Canada. It just reminds me of a cool New York, a calm New York, clean New York, you know? I hear you. I hear you on that. So you still live in New York? Yes, yes. Nah, I still... <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I've been home for more than two weeks, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm still in New York. Nice. And you... like One, one question I wanted to ask you was just to to, to think about um, a day in the life of Lord Finesse, let's say in 1995. What, what, what's a regular day like around those times? 1995, music, always music. I mean, even to this day, I love music. I mean, collecting, constantly going through records and um, doing music. I mean, I still buy records, still the same same way, but just... A different method about going about it when it's time to record certain stuff you could just on a computer and come back to it later so my life still evolves and, and revolves around music yeah do you have um like you, you've had so many collaborations over the years is there is there anything that really or any any one track or any album that you worked on that really 
sets itself aside from from all the others that like not including the work that you did in, in, in your solo albums um I, I just pretty much think in the earlier years stuff was happening so fast and so organically that you couldn't even picture what was going on when it was going on because it was just happening and that goes for me especially working with notorious big that was just something that organically happened you know i ain't have a clue or 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 you know i ain't have a vision how big biggie was gonna be i just knew he was unique i know he was different um l is different you know big l i just seen i've seen uh another version of me you know yeah um more advanced because when I met him, he was way more advanced at his age than I was I. I think that also, so I knew that the upside and and what future health I do was going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise you just had, I worked on, worked on a lot of different things, worked with different artists, a lot of, and then cut gems like, you know, working with a trend culture on off and on. That was something that just organically happened. Yeah, you know, that. I was looking for a remix. And they came out of crib and I kind of made one on the spot right there, sitting there, baseline and everything, you know. But people mix up the original with the remix, like, what I did was the remix, but that's the one they use for the video. Yeah, So exactly. people tend to think, you know, that's the original, but that's actually a remix. They just went went my version over their version. Yeah. I remember hearing Raekwon rap over that beat on, like, a doo-wop mixtape. Oh, wow. I never heard that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I could maybe play it for you if I, if I run into you on Saturday or something, you know? this weekend at some point right yeah crazy crazy i was i was thinking you were going to mention that trends of culture track because that one always you know that one always set it set aside that that beat was crazy yeah that was that was fun like i said it's like music and what's up with them i mean they still, music game you, you still like you still talk to these people who you collaborated with like you still talk to um, culture like what are they doing now i've seen two of the members i've seen the dj and I've seen Grapevine. I haven't seen the other member, the third member, or the other member in general. Um, I know uh, Grapevine do a lot of stuff for MTV. So if you if, if you ever looked at this dude, so I, I know him from somewhere, yeah. He does a lot of work, a lot, a lot of um, acting and, and stuff like that. Okay. Um obviously you're on the road a lot like you said you you don't get to go home for more than two weeks um do you find yourself producing a lot on the road and do you find that has you you know producing more with uh newer technology rather than going to the old analog equipment um producing on the road yeah I, i produce more on the road nowadays um newer technology yes because um, there's there's different things that, that can cut your workload. You know, you got purists that that believe in certain things, but 
if you understand what your workload consists of and you know the things you can do to cut your workload, not cut the quality, but cut the workload, you know. So there are some things I, I use but I, I still love the swing of the the MUSB twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple of I got a couple of plans with that. I'm I'm working on a project as we speak called Next Level Nostalgia, <laughs> and um, that will consist of new and old. But you'll hear the difference from a quality standpoint. I hear that. I hear that. We spoke to Maestro not too long ago, and he he said that you 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 produced a track on his new album. He said that you guys still yeah man have a nice relationship. That, that was you know? he's giving man, us a couple I, of that came unexpected. Yeah. yeah, I mean this year has been a, a an incredible year. I worked with Maestro. I worked with a new artist that we kind of got coming out of um, the ITC called David Bars. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to that song. album. There's a lot of that. That album looks like it's going to be incredible. Like the next, the next best thing. Yeah, man. Nah, David is dope. David is dope. I've worked on the theme song. I've worked on the Motown project. I just recently finished up. It's called, you know, Law Finesse Motown State of Mind. I'm mixing. I'm remixing everything from the bars all the way to like Eddie Kendricks and Switch. Wow. And uh, I'm putting my vibe and feel to it. And I think um, that's going to be a unique project. I don't think nobody see that one coming. And it's just uh, a project that I wanted to do to show people that there's much more to me than Boom Bap. There's nothing wrong with Boom Bap, but man, my crew. And what we do is just so much more, you know. I don't like to be pigeonholed. Like, no, I'm just good at one thing. We're, we're great at a lot of things. Yeah, we haven't even talked about the fact that you came up as a rapper. You know, that, that's what you were. That's what <laughs> you were known for. That's what, you know. It's not like Lord Finesse produced his first album at all. You know, that was, you know, that that was your your crew producing you, and 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 then you really. What, you know, what made you dive into the production as much as you did? Well, I always challenge new artists and, and people in general to learn all you can and uh, learn different things about the field you're in. And um, most of all, find things that um, you can do that you have total control of. And it's, the, the satisfaction is just like no other you know, when you do something on your own. So for me, I started out as an artist. But then, you know, being around show and being around premiere, being around Lost Professor, I wanted to dabble in the beats. I, I, I studied from some of the greatest, you mm-hmm. know. So it was just like, yo, let me try this. And my first try was just like, it was just crazy. Because, you know, when I was doing the beats, Nobody believed I did the beats. It was just that polish where it's like, nah, you ain't do that. Come on, man. I'm like, yo, I did that. And, you know, we're talking about mainly a lot of that work is from um, Big L's first album, Lifestyle of the Poor and Dangerous, mm-hmm. to some of my earliest first work. You, you sampled you that know? one more chance before Biggie did it, right? Yeah, way before Biggie did it, I think, you know. Yeah. 
Um, anybody who knows or, or listened to or up on Big Al knew that Al used it before Big. Yeah. But um, I can't lie. What Big did to it was just something other, oh, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It, but, it, you know, the to me, it's like, was crazy. there's two different tracks to me, you know, because you, you, you gave it a bit of a, a dirt, you know. That, yeah, I that. gave it more of a boom bap, more of a grit. Yeah. Big is just the type that he'll strip everything off a loop and just kill a loop, you know. Mm. And um, do you ever you ever go back out west to work with Dr. Dre? I was out west with Dr. Dre in 2013. I actually lived out there for five months, working on it was supposed to have been the Chronic or whatever. You know, 2001 Part 2, whatever you want to call it, that's yeah. what it was supposed to be. He sold me on that, but um, I think with Dre, I don't know, man. I don't... Oh, man, you're just dealing with somebody with no sense of urgency. You know, not in a bad way, but, you know, do headphones. He was doing a lot of different things. So music was more secondary. It was like more of a hobby. Okay, I feel like doing music this week or this month and we're going there and work but you know for me to leave new york and and want to work you know i gotta be more consistent than that so you know i kind of came back to new york after that you know like after being out there five months i just felt like my time wasn't being properly used you know mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll take, you know, with, with a person like Dr. Dre, that's the head chef, man. I'm going to cook myself, but mm -hmm. I'll take a back seat to learn what I can from a master chef. And that's, it was like a five-month retreat for me when I, when I think back. I've learned some things. I wished a lot of the stuff we did came forward, but, hey, man. Maybe it'll do it, and maybe it will in the future. I don't know, but, yeah, I'm I'm consistent on the music now. It's like I'm constantly working music, but it's more background work. You know, it's being, being uh, um, a producer is one thing. If I, when I dive, I don't want to say if I dive back in. When I dive back in, as often as the artist, I'm just looking to do something different. I don't really want to do a lot of what I've done already. You know, music has a purpose. For me, it does. It's not just about going in there and throwing anything out. It got to have a purpose. The Awakening had a purpose. I mean, Funky Technician, all my albums had a purpose, but this is more like 20 years away from being an artist. So it's so much I've learned. Right. And that gap that mm -hmm. I want to show people. I don't want to show people what I've already shown you. Right. I want to show you something new, you know? And you have to trust and believe that it's going to be dope, you know? Um, I'm always inspired. I'm inspired by Quincy Jones, everything about Quincy Jones. And definitely the fact that he did Thriller when he was 50, you know? That's so inspiring. I was I, so, I trying to hold on to that one. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I don't believe I've done my best yet, 
you know, some people go, well, I, I, this was dope, and how he's going to top this. But, you know, right. I'm always a student. If you believe you at the top of your game and you believe that you did all you could, then there's nothing else but down for you. You know, me, oh, man, the newest stuff I've been learning and my approach to music now, nah, man, I get excited. You know, I'm on my own worst critic, but I'm excited looking into the future. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you along with that Drake question was what what were you guys using in the studio? Well, um, it was still using, you know, they had the MPC three thousand. Mm. You know, I'm more like uh, they would have them all connected, so like three, four MPs all connected. Um, I'm an Ableton dude, you know. Yeah. So I was using Ableton. That was 2013, and still was using the years before that. So I think with Ableton, I could be about like maybe eight to nine years in. And the things I can do with Ableton, it's crazy. You just got to know what you plan to get out of each piece of thing you use, whether it's hardware or whether it's software. Right. when you understand what you're trying to get sonically and creatively, then it's going to be a different ball game. That's why I'm, I'm looking forward to this new stuff. I think I still like to dig. And I believe in innovation, and I believe in creativity. Right. I believe in being different. And that's what made digging in the crates digging in the crate, because we didn't look what was out there already we look to bring something that you've never heard before and i think that's sorely missed in hip-hop i think it's a lot of recycling going on let's do this over again oh remember this hit let's do that over right right but right, right. where's the fresh one you you picked up a tribe called quest album and you heard fresh <laughs> shit when you picked up um, main source breaking atoms, yeah. the sounds yeah, yeah. and and the things. I think that's missing in hip hop. I think you know people are more so worried about what they're trying to get out of hip hop versus what you should be trying to put into hip hop. Hmm. That's crazy because I was just about to ask you the question of. Lord Finesse as a as a as an artist and a producer. No, Lord Finesse as a producer. What do you look for in an artist? And Lord Finesse as an artist, what do you look for in yourself to give to the people? But I feel like you already just answered it, so I don't know <laughs> if I should even. Yeah, ask that I mean, what anymore. I look for in an artist, I just look at something that's different, man. Because if I'm looking to work with an artist. I want to be able to step in the room with something something that's new. Right. That gives you more room for marketing and promotion because it hasn't been done yet. Well, there's no artist that sounds like this. When you bring something into the, to the room or put something on the table that's already there, the marketing and promotion gets complicated because you're trying to tell a person why they're going to buy something the same the same product with a different brand, you know? Right, right. 
So it gets complicated in that. But how as hard? a producer, right, right, right. As a producer, I always tell producers if I had to buy something from you that I couldn't buy from nobody else, what would your signature be? What am I buying from you that I can't get nowhere else? Mm-hmm. Some people can answer the question. Some people can't. Those that can't are the ones that's just looking at what's being done and trying to fit in. Uh, that's I call that if if they could do it, I could do it. Crowd, you know, right. versus like I'm coming with something totally different from what what other people come coming with. So I just think hip hop is lacking a lot of originality, sorely. You know, it's different. It's refreshing sounds. It's refreshing things out there, you know. I just think everybody's looking kind of the, yeah, I mean, it's everybody's trying to be in the same lane. Right. And understanding as an artist and a producer, when you create your own lane, you don't have to deal with traffic. Mm. It's just that simple. That's a gem right there. Message. Full of gems. No doubt. Full of gems, man. No doubt, no doubt. Um, what was your uh, your best um not to say your best, but like you you tour so much. What what's a part of the what are the different parts of the world that you really like going to where you always have a good digging time, you always have a good time with the people and and yeah, Japan. where you think it's genuine. Japan. Japan. My favorite. You know, Japan is Reminds me of being home, just a different language. Yeah. You know, they got everything we got back home and probably more. You know, I think, um, I think United States been blowing our own horn for the longest now. And I think it, it, it clogs up people's visions on what's really out there. You know, you see so much stuff on television as the United States want to present it to you until you really travel and you see it for yourself and you see those visions are quite different than what's being projected to you through TV. So I always challenge people to travel, you know, because I was just in Moscow and St. Petersburg and in Russia. Now, if you look at it from television, they make the shit look primitive. You know, you go out there and you see, like, their architecture and their buildings and their structure might be more advanced than city, you know? Right. Same thing with Japan. I've never been to Africa yet, but I've seen how beautiful uh, pictures of Africa is. And I ain't talking about no jungles and no huts. Right. I'm talking about actual cities and, and infrastructure and buildings and architecture. But if you leave it up to the television and make it think like it's wild animals and people with bones in their noses, you know? It's crazy. You gotta really gotta really go out and and, and challenge what you see. There's um there's something that you're I feel like you're you're famous for but nobody knows how famous you are for it. And it's that fat boy slim track. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't know to check it out now. <laughs> the funk soul brother right about now. Yeah. 
<laughs> a lot of people trip out to this day when they find out it's me. It's like, oh shit, that's yeah. you. You ever talked so, to? Him? Yeah, I think a lot of people, huh? You ever talked to Fat Boy Slim or you know? Nah, because the way they did business was very crooked and very underhanded. Because they acted like it was you just know, gonna be some hip hop stuff. To say the least. Cause if you, to say the least. From what you, know? you understood, it was just gonna be some some hip hop track, right? And right. You just thought it was right. some, some regular stuff. You didn't it was, know it was sold to me and presented to me like it's gonna be a hook to a record, and the song was never played for me. So I was basically clearing it, basically based on what you told me. But what you told me wasn't truthful and it wasn't accurate. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't always work out for real. Yeah. Yeah, but it's cool. I believe in karma. I believe it'll come back to bite you. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it seems like you like to live the right way regardless, and none of that would even, you know, hold you back about anything, you know? Well, you know, tell people you can't dwell on the past unless you got a time machine. Why? Why? Why dwell on the past? It's nothing you could change. I mean, you can learn from it, but you shouldn't get stuck on what happened. I think when things happen to you in the past and you get so engulf with it you're defeated you thinking your best days are behind you when they should be in front of you so you know things happen to all of us but i try not to dwell on it i try to just put my mind and focus forward because it's it's not the end of the world it's only the end of the world when you think it is just a moment in time right just a moment all it is Man, we 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 appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today, man. We don't want to take up your whole day and and all that. And you told us ten fifteen minutes, and now it's been like over a half hour, man. We appreciate you so much. Oh, You've been man. such an influence. We've been playing your music for for years here since we had the show, and we just want to thank you for everything you've done for for the for music, for hip hop, and and you know, that's it, man. Oh man, much appreciated, man. I'm, I'm truly honored. And um. Hopefully we can we can chop it up this weekend at some point, and uh, not definite, definite, definite. All right, we're gonna get into trends of culture cool. right now, off and on, produced by definite. Lord Finesse. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. All right, peace, brother. <laughs>